horror fiends, it's Mike from the Horror Junkies Podcast, a weekly podcast that discusses all things horror and gets weird while doing it. I'm joined by my fellow hosts, Patrick, George, and Dylan, so join us every Thursday as we dive into the darkness. You can find our show on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. And make sure you follow us on social media to get constant updates by searching at HorrorJunkiesFL. So, turn your lights down low, your headphones up, and stay weird. Hello, (laughs) and welcome back to... To the Golden Ghouls podcast. We are the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. (laughs) You guys were... (laughs) I was clearing my voice. Let me do it one more time. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. One, two, three. All right, now, now we can really get spooky. We're having some trouble. We're laughing at ourselves a little bit too much right now. Yeah, What's new? But honestly, what is new? We're killer funny, huh? Yeah, I am. Uh, what is new? What have you guys been up to? This week flew by. Honestly. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> it just started. You did? Oh. Oh, really? Last weekend, I was with my boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know. So Kylie and Emily have these new voices that they're testing out. And I think, I think it's my regular voice, Alyssa. So. I know, like... Can we just get to the story? I'm really excited to talk about these hospitals. Yeah, so... Honestly, so... <laughs> oh my god. So today we're talking about haunted hospitals because we were really thinking about the infant asylum that we went to last week. Which and I've been feeling really creepy vibes since then, so I just saged <gasps> yes. the fuck out of my house. Oh my god, I don't know why I didn't say something when I walked in earlier, up when you said you've been feeling creepy oh, vibes, yeah. because I have too. Really? Yes, I have, a, I've been feeling like something's following like me. Like a heaviness, yeah. And I told it was me. Hunter the other day, I was like, when Holly was like, looking at me weird and acting weird, I was like, I swear it's because there's something there's on There's something me. on you. That's how I've been feeling too, so I just saged my house like crazy before y'all came over because y'all need to sage me up i can't take whatever it is no that's that's crazy but yeah i've been feeling spooked so haunted hospitals i'm gonna kick things off i'm gonna do it with waverly hills sanatorium in kentucky tell me about it y'all ever heard of it okay so i have always been kind of obsessed with this one because Basically, all the ghost hunting shows have visited this. Really? Ghost Hunters, which is my old fave. Is that, Um, which is the one with Zach? That's Ghost Adventures. Okay, that's the one me and mom giggle at. Yeah, yeah. like that. (laughs) That one's pretty silly. I love that one. Yeah. But people do love it. Zach has some... What is that noise? Is that a vibration on the station? Oh my god. Good vibration. I got scared. I thought it was like a humming sound. It did sound like your dog was humming. <gasps> Imagine. If one, if your dogs were humming, what song would yeah, they be humming? what would it be? I would tell them to get the fuck out of my house <laughs> because they better not be humming. That's scary. Can't you just see Poppy like, oh. 
she does do that when she wants me to throw something at her. She screams at me all the time. But I also have a friend from Kentucky who was always like, you have to go to Waverly Hills. And I'm like, bitch, I know. Well, bitch. Tell me something I don't know. Bitch, I will one day. Was so here we go. the show Waverly Place? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that supposed to be in New York? Or Chicago? Oh, I don't I remember. Have no idea. Wizards no. of Waverly Place. <laughs> Shout out to our friend Selena Gomez. What up, Selena? Yeah. Are you listening? Oh, I love she, you. Yeah, she is. <laughs> you know it. So it started out as the Waverly School in the late 1800s and evolved into a hospital in 1908. Damn, it was a school. Yeah. So mm. not e- wow. I mean, like a, that's a big school for the 1800s, huh? Yeah. So, it was designed to safely accommodate between 40 and 50 tuberculosis patients. TB, Which is not that many people. But, as the disease developed into an epidemic, the hospital expanded to support at least 400 patients. Wow. Yeah. And was considered to be one of the best facilities at the time. Well, okay. So, they were in the right place. I'm scared. (laughs) There's like a moth. There is a around her. So, in 1961, the hospital closed down uh, following the discovery of a tuberculosis-curing antibiotic. Woo! Yeah. Finally, because it wasn't the air, you guys. No, honey. It it wasn't. So, today, it's known by many as the most spiritually active place in the world. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. How? I don't know. There are paranormal reports every single day. From TB victims? It never stops. Yeah. Thousands of people died there. Okay. So most of the terrifying reports surround the story of a nurse who hanged herself by a light bulb wire. No, girl. In room 502. Shoot. She found out that she was... That's my favorite channel right now, Teen Mom. 502? (laughs) MTV? What's 502? On AT&T. MTV. Austin. AT&T. 502. (laughs) So, she, uh, she hung herself, hanged herself. on tonight. Jesus Christ. And she hanged herself because she found out she was pregnant out of wedlock uh, by the owner no. of the sanatorium. Shut up. Yeah. Scandal. Scandal. Bastard. She had to kill herself. He obviously said something nasty. And there she went. <gasps> yeah. And the thing that's creepy is that no one knows how long she was hanging there before someone found her. Oh, no, poor baby. Rip. Babe. This fucking moth. (laughs) So, not even four years later, another nurse who was working in room 502 jumped off the roof (gasps) to her death. Yes. And no records exist to explain why she did this, but some believe she may have been pushed off at the edge. Ooh. Shut up. Yeah. Another nurse dead. So, 502. Room 502? Bad fucking news. I need to go there. Yeah, so another (laughs) another of the more well-known ghosts at Waverly Hills is a little boy. His name is Timmy. Oh, my dad. That's the people, what they're calling him. Timmy Van. (laughs) So he was around six or seven years old when he passed away in the hospital. And since he died, um, with his whole life ahead of him, they say his spirit just can't move on. And he wanders the hospital trying to have some fun. Poor Timmy. I know. Visitors often bring balls and other toys for him to play with. And they claim that he interacts with them. He says, come play with me. He does. Believers say (laughs) that... Messed up. That, um... So, believers say it's definitely him who's moving these toys around. 
But skeptics say that the balls are moving because of the wind or because of the uneven flooring because this place is pretty old. <laughs> Might be that. I'll let you guys weigh in. Let's call in the physicists. It could be either one. Yeah. I don't know. Could be everything. Could be all of it. Yeah. So Louisville's Ghost Hunters Society visited Waverly Hills, and they found... So they go to investigate the kitchen. They're investigating the whole place, but they go to the kitchen. And the place is in absolute shambles. So the windows broken, tables, chairs, all knocked over. It's a shit show. There are puddles of stagnant water everywhere because it has a leaky roof. Mm -hmm. So then they find the cafeteria in a similar state, and they're like, ugh, nothing's really happening in here. So as they're leaving, they hear footsteps behind them. Then they hear a door swing shut, and then they notice the smell of freshly baked bread. Oh, okay. Yum, right? Thank you. Because, like, they were probably hungry. Yeah. Bread is the best smell. Phantom smell. Y'all ever walk by a Jimmy John's? Because we got one in our office. And my <laughs> God. Oh man, that that Jimmy John's smell to me reminds me of my elementary school cafeteria. Oh, Ooh, that's not a good. No, that's not memory. a good. Well, maybe yeah. it is. I, I loved the square pizzas on Friday. Oh, the square yeah. pizzas were so good. Was that just? I, I think it really. Was. I my mom had square pizza. I had Helium's? square pizza. Was that what? It, what kind? Uh, of? I remember that. Sometimes brand. we had round it. pizza though. And did they have like the little square cubed pepperonis? The cubes, pepperonis. Oh yeah, I remember those. But yeah. sometimes we had round pepperonis. Wow. Yeah. So you would have square pizza with round pepperonis. No, no or square round pizza, pizza with, with a little square... chunks of pepperoni. Mine was a rectangle pizza with cubed pepperonis. With chunks of pepperonis. <laughs> yes. That sounds delicious. <laughs> it was so good. Y'all. I was hyped for Fridays, y'all. She was. And I would scream at the car, it's fun Friday! I thought you said. Every day. I only ate. Every day. day. <laughs> I only ate lunch at school on pizza day or macaroni and cheese day. Oh. Yeah. I may have been like that, too. Those were my days. Or they would do a um, a Thanksgiving feast. Uh, oh, I remember And that. I remember the mashed potatoes were always so fucking hot that they would burn your throat all yeah. the way down, but I loved the way that it felt. Oh, God. Because you could, like, feel the heat it in your chest. It reminded you that you were alive. It did. It really fucking so hurt, but I... I liked Tender it. Tender age of seven, she was like, a masochist. <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> but, give me those pain potatoes. <laughs> all right. You know who's going to give me pain potatoes is this entity that they call the Creeper. <laughs> oh, God. At Waverly Hills. Not the Creeper. So. The that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so this terrifying entity crawls, y'all, cut the shit. It crawls along the floors and the walls. What? No, yes. There's other places that have claims of people crawling yeah so some believe Isn't it's that a demonic an otherworldly spirit or demonic force uh-huh. yep well others believe it's a human spirit that's been twisted by the trauma of tubercular death oh damn twisted yeah oh. twisted tubercular did, did they contort when they died i don't know <laughs> so it's <Anything's> possible <laughs> right. whatever its true nature is the people say that they're filled with dread as soon as they see it I don't blame them. So that's a scary. I would place. be too. Yeah. Now this one's really spooky. Hmm. Tour guides and guests have seen doppelgangers, <laughs> either of themselves or someone oh. close to them, oh. and most often they see them with black holes for eyes. Oh man! Tight. So, if you saw yourself, what that was would like you me do? driving here. Like one person saw 
um, a doppelganger of their sister, like, strangling a cat. No. Yeah. And their sister loved cats. Okay, I wouldn't be cool with that. So. But, like, what would you do if you saw yourself? Scrim. You wouldn't go make out with her? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another spot within the building that many unusual sightings have been seen is at the death tunnel, which is where the bodies were disposed of. Oof. So that so that no one would see them. Ugh. But can you smell? Did they at least burn them? Were they just dumping there? I'm sure they did something with them eventually. That's just where they left them for the time being. But y'all, one of the saddest stories is that of an elderly woman who is supposed to roam the halls, and she's moaning and she's bleeding, and she's chained from her hands and her feet. What? Yeah. So she cries for help, but when outsiders approach her, she runs away screaming in terror. Damn. Why was she chained up? We don't know. They don't know who she is. Mm. But, uh, yeah. And this hospital just treated TV. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it sounds like it. I believe so. But, yeah. So, like I said, all of the shows have been there, and then, um... This show called Most Haunted went, and one of the cast members had scratches inflicted upon their body. Oh my god, imagine. Yeah, but it is open for tours and paranormal investigations, Let's so... Let's go. I'm there. I'm saying Room Haunted... Room MTV, I'm coming for you. Haunted Asylum Road Trip? <laughs> yes. Beep beep, honey. Beep beep, honey. That's what I'm saying. MTV. <laughs> I don't know. Ad, guys, so, uh... <laughs> Call us later. <laughs> God damn it. Should we bring it a, a little closer to home? Dude, do it up for your people. Have you heard of Santa Rosa Hospital in San Antonio? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's your favorite place to go. Dude, I did a commercial for them when I was five. What? Yeah. It was a, it was a commercial that ran for some time locally. And, and I was the little girl, sick, who was staring through the fish tank, going. <laughs> She's making a fish face for the people who cannot see it. <laughs> and that's all I did. Uh, I want to watch But this. then, my whole family was on their brochure. What? In, like, 2005. Damn, y'all must Just be making big money off of that. First time my dad wore makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Not the last. Not the last. It's never the last. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, that place is supposedly haunted. Yeah. (laughs) I never had to go there, really. (sighs) I was never a sick little girl there, unfortunately. But she faked being one for the camera. For the money. That was, like, early on in the 90s. People people still kind of fake stuff in commercials. (laughs) (laughs) Now they use real. Now everything's real. Now those people that lose weight, facts. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what they say. They're like, I am a real person. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that must be a real person. Totally. Nice say it. So, Santa Rosa Hospital. Some say that deep within the basement lurks the restless spirit of a headless nun. No, what? bitch. <laughs> you know we don't like nuns. What? We know we don't like nuns. I went Dude. and saw the nun. Crap garbage. My friend told me, <laughs> it, it's bad! Exclamation it's point. Bad. All the exclamation points. And I was like it's bad, and I told my boyfriend, hey, it's bad, and he made us go see it, and you know what? It was fucking bad. <laughs> there you go. 
but let him know. Steve thought the guy who, so we were in theater six, row six, and the guy who's in seat six, Steve was like, that's who I wanted to be, because Steve almost yeah. bought that ticket, and then he decided against it. Oh, he should have. Why did he do it all the I way? I don't know, but the guy who sat in that seat, he was by himself. And did you guys ask him about his experience He after? seemed fine. Damn it. <laughs> Back to business. Okay. <laughs> The year is 1912. October 30th. Close to our favorite day. A huge fire ruined the hospital's neighboring building, St. John's Orphan Asylum. Oh no! (gasps) Were there kids? Yes. Inside? The nuns were frantically attempting to lead the orphans to safety, but in the confusion, one of the nuns was left inside and (gasps) died. Oh no! How she became headless, nobody knows, but it is said that her spirit wanders the building to this day. Very sad. Oh my gosh. I know. Dude, that's sad. Kids, but sorry, none. I still don't like nuns. <laughs> I, I like wonder what happened kids. to her. I know. To become headless. Um, she was running around in confusion, and she was probably she burning. She was running around like... And she was probably, like, burning, and she probably ran into, like, one of the door panels. And knocked her head and clean off. And knocked her off, because it was burning already. <laughs> Boink! <laughs> Jesus Christ. As I was doing some research, yeah. I found this website, guys. What? The South Texas Ghost Hunters Alliance. Yo, yo. South Texas business. Ghost Hunters Alliance, hit us up, um, please. I'd love to be a member. I would, too. I think we should just be a, what's it called, when you just get in? Automatically, without having to do anything. We'll be, we're a shoe-in. Just inducted. <laughs> I don't know. Accepted? If there's some kind of... Some a shoe-in? Like you're well shoe- bound we're to get in? a shoe-in. <laughs> well, anyways, the founder of the South Texas Ghost Hunters Alliance, uh, Stephen Wolf. So he did a ghost hunt at this, at the center of the hospital, and then he wrote down... He documented everything that he encountered, and it's on this website, very, and it's like very a, cool. it's like classic HTML layout, so. It's beautiful. I'm going to read you some fun facts from this documentation. I learned HTML one time. <laughs> <laughs> Was it for MySpace? No. I didn't oh. say this. But for sure. Okay. <laughs> so I'll read the, the little, the intro. Between the months of October 2002 and August 2003, Stephen Wolf, founder of the South Texas Ghost Hunters Alliance, <laughs> was working as a contractor at Christus Santa Rosa Hospital maintaining their telecommunications. It was during these months, at random, that Stephen encountered several paranormal events that cannot be dismissed as imagination or coincidence. They cannot. They are recorded or documented here because they were witnessed by at least one other person. I wonder if Steven is still at it to this day. We need, a we need to find him. Yeah. The weather conditions? Indoors. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Report it all. Okay. So the first documentation, it says paranormal activity reported. It's the most common reports people have. And also one of the oldest is the headless nun. Mm-hmm. They saw her? Yep. On various floors. There are okay. also reports of... Paranormal activity happening to different people at random, from stuff being moved around to unexplained footsteps, doors closing, visual sightings, and various drops in temperatures. Oh. Classics. <sighs> yeah. So there are, these go into detail. So I will, I like this one. So 
the title of this is Scream. <laughs> a real loud scream lasting two seconds was heard by Stephen <laughs> Shit. and his co-worker, <laughs> Marcel Rodriguez, while alone upstairs on the second floor of the warehouse building. The location of the scream originated from somewhere on the upper level, but Stephen and Marcel searched everywhere, including <laughs> outside, but no one was in distress. Good call, guys. Yeah. Search the whole premise. Thank you. <laughs> the scream was a woman's voice and was very emotional, sounding like she was in pain. Note. Santa Rosa runs alongside the warehouse. Wait. Santa Rosa Street runs alongside of the warehouse, and no one was outside or nearby during the lunch hour. Also note that the warehouse isn't connected to any offices that someone might feel pain or discomfort. <laughs> well, wow. Well, maybe it was the nun screaming. But she's right? headless. What would you do if yeah, you saw... Yeah, scream if you're headless? What would you do if you saw the nun... A headless nun? Yeah. Well, then it would just be a black sheet I think running I'd around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. A belted, <laughs> svelte, black sheet running around. All right. Maybe there's a cross there. Oh, I man. I love her. <laughs> they also... Here, I'll let you guys choose. The net, there are some other ones. It says, elevator entry, yeah. heavy presence feeling, and the working ghost. Oh, the, the working, working ghost. ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. On a Saturday, Stephen was working overtime in the data center. Only a handful of people were scheduled to work on the weekend. Stephen w- was asked to go up to the seventh floor where the construction area is and bring back some cable wires. Whoa. Stephen did so and walked into a closed-off floor where no one else was around. To his left were two closets that were pretty large. Stephen passed them by and heard someone working in the back of the closet where the doors are. No one else is on the floor, but it's not impossible for someone to be working some overtime or catching up with some work on their own. Stephen didn't think anything of it, so he continued on and went to get his cables. On the way back, he heard the person continuing to work, so he decided to peek around the corner to say hi. But when he did, the noise stopped and no one was there. There was no opportunity for anyone to go anywhere without being spotted. This experience was very interesting, to say the least. (laughs) Damn, Steven. Damn, Steven is thorough. Living it up, dude. Well, okay. Very interesting. A little freaky, you know? Yeah. Just a little back story. I'm not sure if I mentioned, um, but the hospital was established in 1869, and it was San Antonio's first private hospital. Hmm. Um, And yeah, you already know about the nun and the fire, and it's, it's right down the street from the Alamo. Well, it's like two to three miles. So. Okay, there's a hotel that, I mean, not a hotel, a hospital I've been to downtown in San Antonio that I swear is that one that I do find very creepy. So I'm going to just lay that claim and say it's You know what? Probably. Honestly, I, all the hospitals there are probably haunted because everyone died there. True. Yeah? Yeah. Do you guys want to hear about Fort Stanton? I want to hear it. Because that uh, is... At Fort Stanton. Oh, Fort Stanton. Because as soon as we heard, I heard we were doing hospitals, immediately I thought of Miss Linda, my mom. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was doing a ghost tour thing for herself. While we were in New Orleans. While we were in New Orleans. In I had no idea. I know. She got jealous, y'all. Ugh, love her. <laughs> that little nugget just <laughs> running around thinking she's a ghoul is so cute. But she went with my father and my brother to New Mexico to see some fam. Only one brother? Uh, yeah, only one of the twins came. Van is, like, 
the 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 new the new you know homie. Like they trade us out a lot. Okay, and I got it's it. It's not my mom. <sighs> got it. Know? Okay, got it. So Van <laughs> went with them to New Mexico to see the fam. They decided to stop by Fort Stanton on the way to the ranch. And there's a hospital there that's supposedly creepy AF, y'all. Had no idea. Yeah. I didn't. She, no. uh, I didn't know. She told me about it. She took a picture. So we'll, she did. We'll, we'll post the yeah, pic. we'll post it. She says in this picture, it's looking down a hallway at the hospital. Isn't there like a, a hospital bed or something there, in the photo? There's like a wheelchair, an old wheelchair. Oh, that's wheelchair. it. Yeah. yeah. Odd. But there's a bright light coming through, and she said there's no light at the end of the hallway when she took the photo. So, weird. Scary. And she says there's a figure in it. I can't really see I, that. I'll be the judge oh, of that. Okay, Sh- Alyssa will be the judge. But I was like, Mom, <laughs> like, what? Like, tell me something else that's cool that happened. And she was like, oh, I don't know. I just was. I, I just didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Uh, she was. She was hangry. You know, uh-huh. she didn't eat me yet. But I also think maybe the ghosts were like pushing her senses, probably, yeah. and they were driving her out. Yeah. But listen, Fort Stanton. It was built in 1855 by um, a bunch of soldiers who were serving for the U.S. Um, was it the U.S.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were there. Yeah, that was us. <laughs> that sounds right it was, to me. Uh, to serve as operation an operations post against the Apache Indians. Oh, or, my uh, Lord. Native Americans, you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> So, it served as a military base for us until 1896 when William McKinley decided (gasps) to convert it to our first ever tuberculosis hospital. And the reason why was because New Mexico had a supposedly very healthy climate. Uh Uh-huh. And the cure back then was for fresh Fresh air. air. Oh, I do know about this hospital then. Yeah. I do. So... So, that's so silly that all they thought was... Was fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, a bunch of people died. I'd probably have tuberculosis because I never go outside. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Same, though. For real. <sighs> um, so, a bunch of people died, obviously. But during that time in 1899 to 1953, the fort grew more and more. So, if you guys... If you know about, like, military bases and forts, like, you can picture it, kind of. Yeah. So, there were buildings sprouting up, and the hospital kind of grew into, like, a bigger place. All right. Um, and it became a really self-sufficient hospital. So, the patients actually started, like, running stuff for the grounds. Oh, like, okay. Like, they were, like, running the doctor's golf course and, like, working <laughs> working there. All yeah. right. Very odd. Okay. So, yeah. They I, wanted them they... to get fresh air. Exactly. And they were like, you're never going to pay off these medical bills, so... So, get to work. Get to it. I guess, you guys. It's pretty sad. I don't know. And, okay, in in between all this, while it was growing and building, the Great Depression happened in the 30s. Damn it. And a German luxury liner, I think it got, like, trapped somewhere, and they sent them to Fort Stanton to be like, kind of imprisoned at an internment camp. Did they all end up with TB? No. Wow. But they were there. 
they they actually like treated them pretty nicely because hmm. they had like a pool and the Germans trained for the Olympics in the Fort Stanton pool. Fun fact. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Yeah, but as the years went on, obviously we know World War Two came, and yep. so we were against Germany and Japan. Uh, so those Germans became seriously imprisoned, and they started <laughs> sending... seriously imprisoned. They weren't treated so friendly anymore. They couldn't practice their strokes. Not a light in prison. <laughs> and other imprisoned soldiers from Germany and Japan were sent to Fort Stanton. So there was a bunch of imprisoned people hanging, about, hanging out I with the TBs. did not know about this at all. Yeah. Um, also, in the 60s and up until 1995, that's when, obviously, TB was kind of cured in, like, the 50s or something, right? Somewhere around there. I don't know. There was a vaccine, yeah. So that they didn't need that anymore. But there were still prisoners there. Then they let them loose. The 60s happened. They had this hospital. They decided to convert it into a developmental hospital for the handicap. Huh. So for people they found to be psychotic or, you know. Yeah, crazy. which back then was like you didn't have to do anything to be crazy. And they'd be like, well, you're going to the... The loony bin. Yeah. And so, and also, it it held a lot of girls and was almost like a low-security prison for women who had drugs and alcohol abuse. Oh, uh, no. So, yeah, a lot of shit went down. Shock treatments. No. Abuse. Yes. Um, it was closed in 95, but the reason my dad wanted to go there, y'all, his freaking grandma was there. No. In the in hospital. In the hospital. In the 60s, because she got shock treatment. Holy shit. Yo, my fam's cray. Am I right? <laughs> Jesus like, what the Christ. Hell? What did she, why did they put her in there? I, I yeah. don't know the full story. They, my grandpa claims she went there for TV, but my grandma claims, no, honey, she got shock treatment. So wow. the story's unclear. Interesting. It's very interesting. But yeah, places haunted AF. It has a bunch of dead souls living really? on that land. So it's open to the public. Is I the suggest pool, people go. Is the pool open? I don't know if the pool's still there. Not sure. I are mean, you I, training for the Olympics, Kylie? Yeah, are you? Think about it. But I'd say it's a pretty, you know, spooky ground. Are there to any be specific on. haunts that the people talk about? Not necessarily. I didn't look any up besides my mom's, you know, because yeah. that's the one I knew and then I just really got the history on it. Mm -hmm. But it's a cool place. It's it's open. They give tours. There's guided tours that people dressed up like, you know, like old, old timey. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's pretty neat. Damn. Go check it out, y'all, and get haunted. Get haunted. Damn. We're about to get haunted at the Rolling Hills Asylum Do in it. upstate New York. Yes, Do we it. are. Yeah, we are. So, it began as the Genesee County Poor Farm. Poor Farm. In 1827. Which What's was that? basically a dumping Rude. ground for the outcasts of society. To grow, so to grow seed? there were orphans and widows there living alongside severely mentally handicapped people and criminals. So it was basically just, like, if you didn't want someone, you were tossing them there. And they Damn. called it a farm? Yep. Poor farm. Yeah. It's disgusting. And they called everyone there an inmate. So it didn't matter what you had done, why you were there, Dang. you were an inmate. So there are more than 1,700 documented deaths 
and there are even more unclaimed bodies believed to be buried on the site. Damn. Yeah. So, in the 1950s, the poor farm was then developed into the Old Country Home and Infirmary. Hmm. Better name. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then it was transformed into a set of shops and later an antique mall. Oh, okay. So, this place has seen a lot of lives, but wow, wow, wow. Haven't So, one of the strangest occurrences took place in 2007. Um, So, the case manager, Susie, she was facilitating this public ghost hunt. And the group was sitting in a circle in the basement, and Susie started talking, and this glow stick that they had there, which was the only form of light in the room, it just started swaying back and forth really quickly. (gasps) And then this rocking horse that was over off in the corner starting to move back and forth... (laughs) And then several people suddenly saw a hand appear and reach for this ball that was in the center of the room. Oh. Like, the hand wasn't attached to anything. Okay. Wait. I used to have dreams. Oh my gosh. That is so scary. <laughs> I had hand About dreams, an too. hand wearing a white glove. It was just a black background, and it was, like, dancing. Was oh, my mine. gosh. So, I was Weird. a weenie, and I would sleep with my parents a, a lot. And so... You're still there. <laughs> God, <laughs> no. Um. So, my if my dad was out of town, I'd just sleep in bed with my mom. But if my dad was home, there was this little like twin size mattress that they put underneath their bed, and I would just pull it out and sleep there. <laughs> That's cute. And um, so when I would sleep down there, I'd have this recurring nightmare that this big white ghostly hand would come out from under the bed and grab me and drag me under the bed. <laughs> and Ew. underneath the bed was like this cartoon world. But you, we were, it was me and a bunch of other cartoon kids, oh. and we were in, like, a pit of spiders and worms and just a bunch of, like, shit you don't want to be in a pit of. And there were these judges who were, like, judging us based on how quickly we could get out of the worms and spiders. And I never fucking got out of the worms and spiders. Oh, Dang. my God. Wait, quickly, can I tell you guys my reoccurring nightmare? Please. Okay, it's this old-timey guy, like, in a 20s outfit. It would black be. black and white. Of course. But sapia black and white. Yeah. And it's, like, the old-timey music, like, ding, 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 right? <laughs> and, like, he's, like, and he's, like, on, like, he's, like, walking. Like, he's, like, walking like this. And then he turns and he faces, like, a like, it's almost like I'm looking at a square box camera, and he starts to blow up, and he blows up into one of those, you know, those, what is, what, those paintings of those bubble people, like, they're all fat. Oh, yeah, what's like, the name of that artist? What's the name of that artist? It's a Colombian artist. Yes, yes. Oh, I know who you're talking about, yes. but I can't think of okay. the name right well, now. Well, he blows up into one of those, and then bursts into all these black spiders. Oh, my God, what was with wrong with us? That w- that's well, bitch, you had a hand, too. <laughs> I dreamt of no spiders. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> I had to get it out, you know? Thank you for getting it out. I've told people about mine a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Remember when she tried to shame us for having spiders? Yeah, fool. Wow. Maybe you're I the weird one. I was going to say, Maybe tonight I'll probably have dreams about spiders. Ugh. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, text me yeah. what happens. I'll probably wake up from mine. Ugh, God. Speaking of spiders, there aren't any in this story, but... um, So, back at at the Rolling Hills Asylum, the second floor corridor on the east wing, they commonly refer to it as Shadow Hallway, but this is because of the staggeringly high number of shadow figures that are seen there. They walk through the walls. They crawl across the floor. 
Visitors will often see an arm or a leg poke out of a doorway. Why are they doing that? Or they'll see a shadow figure kind of like slithering across the ground. <laughs> Cute. Michael Jackson style. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna kill you all. There's also there's a seven foot tall patient with he had gigantism, um, and he's commonly spotted in the room where he lived when he was there, um, because he spent most of his life alone, which is really sad. Um, although although some claim the site is frightening. Roy, which is his name, was actually supposed to be quite the helpful guy. I bet. Well, he probably um, fixed a lot of stuff off his shelves. He probably changed the yeah. lights on the ceiling. For, I'm sure. I'm sure. I needed I needed it. What's his name? Roy. I need a Roy. Yeah. So Roy. the owner, Sharon Coyle, who my cousin and her wife, who are paranormal investigators, they know her. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so soon after she bought the infirmary, she was walking around, or she walked the infirmary. She was in the infirmary oh. at the Rolling Hills Asylum. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. Yeah, she's the owner of Let's the whole go. damn place. <laughs> so she's in the infirmary, and she sees a rat, and she, like, freaks the fuck out. Yeah. Which is, like, you just bought a haunted s- asylum. Was that a plane? That? Wow. Spooky. Hello? So, this rat scares the shit out of her. She screams. She runs out of the place. The very next day she comes back, she finds the rat on the stairs, blood oozing from its mouth oh. and its neck as if its neck had been broken. And on the ball, on the wall above the rat, there's a giant bloody handprint. No, no, Ew. no. What? She so believes that, ghost, that the ghost of Roy is the one who helped her. He saw how scared she got and he killed that rat for her. Yo. What? Yeah. He left that handprint to be like, that was his signature. Done. Yeah. Done. So Done. the morgue. The it's been taken. <laughs> the morgue is another hotspot for activity, which, duh. Um, several people have been pushed there and they've heard whispers oh. pass. Um, <laughs> the county also used to bury those who had no family members come to collect them on the ground, so obviously shit is popping off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharon's theory, the owner, as to why it's such a hot spot is that it's the only home that a lot of these people ever knew. They felt attached to this place. Some of them lost their homes, there were widows and orphans, and they developed their own family and friends here. So I think a lot of people felt comfortable here. They didn't want to leave, so we treat our spirits like they are really breathing, living people. Aww. Very nice. Yeah. So, my cousin and her wife have been there. We have to go because yeah. they, they know the owner. We got to set something up. Yes, yes. But now, they told me, they've told me quite a few stories, and I'm pretty sure that this was there. So, there was a wheelchair mm. that I think they think was Roy's, and my cousin's wife sat in it, and they were telling, or no, she didn't. Someone sat in this oh, chair. Oh, gosh. And I think it was their friend who was always kind of the guinea pig. Mm-hmm. And they basically got the spirits to move this um, this wheelchair. With the person in with it? With the person <gasps> in it. What? Yes. Uh... Yeah. Okay, we have to go. That's we have big to go. time spirit interaction. Yep. But they said that it's one of their favorite places, and it's definitely cool. somewhere to check out. So into it i'm there yeah we got to go to upstate new york it's calling catch me there catch us there 
For many, we have to go there for many reasons. There are other so spooky many things. Mm-hmm. So many spooky things. Do you guys feel like going to Massachusetts? I homestay? do. I'll go. Okay. So we love Massachusetts. Taunton State Hospital, mm. or as the locals say, Taunton. Taunton. Mm-hmm. So it first opened <laughs> in 1854, um, basically because the state hospital in Worcester was just overpacked. It was there were too many patients, so they needed to open another Damn. hospital, and so. Lo and behold, Taunton. Overpacked. And like many of the asylums built in Massachusetts, the architect Elbridge Boyden based his designs for the building on the ideas of Dr. Thomas Kirkbridge, who... Do you remember? What else he he built? Um, um, Was it... Was it... Was it... The other hospital, um, Danvers. Danvers. Oh, Danvers. 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 I had the D. I was going to say Dante. <laughs> Dante's Danvers Inferno. State <laughs> yes, Danvers State Hospital, um, which we talked about in, what, the first episode? That was a while ago. Yeah. He's building spooky-ass places. He is. But basically, most of the hospitals that he builds are considered haunted, and they think that it has a lot to do with the architecture Oh. That kind of, like, keeps spirits in. Yeah. Which is interesting. Wow. That's you know, cool. a lot of these old hospitals look the same. They do. Yeah. The ones that are spooky. <sighs> right? It really makes true. you think. Dun, dun, dun. Really makes you think. So, Taunton, the concept of this hospital was to build a place where patients could experience a more rural setting. Okay. And, you know, fresh air to allow them... Course, you know, to get to, over the tuberculosis, exactly. And they <laughs> they wanted to do stuff outside. I don't know what what's with these people wanting well, to do outside. Well, there was nothing to stuff, do inside. Play with balls. I yeah, love true. to stay inside. The doctor's balls. <laughs> Emily. Emily, Jesus, <laughs> take me outside. <laughs> Cure her of her out. evil thoughts, her impure thoughts, her impure thoughts. Oh, okay. <laughs> so most of the patients throughout the years, there were, it wasn't known for one specific disease, but there is one person that it's known for. Hell. Its famous resident arrived in 1892 when Lizzie Borden. <gasps> what? Lizzie B. Yeah. She Our was girl. held there for a few days following her arrest for the murder of her parents. Oh, she's a crazy broad. I know. And it's rumored that a doctor at the hospital examined her and declared her to be insane, Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's no record of this, unfortunately, but, I mean... She's insane. Hello. For sure. (laughs) And I guess that that wasn't brought up during her trial. Oh, was it? Yeah. That she went to That the doctor, yeah. Well, yeah, that the doctor diagnosed her as just being clinically insane. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. So the majority of the buildings were closed in 1978 um, due to construction flaws and then also rumors of abuse and neglect. Yes. Classic, unfortunately. Yes. And the hospital served for many years as, like, a secure lockup for uh, mentally ill patients. Yeah. And... I mean, there were quite a few. Mm Mm-hmm. And then also uh, juvenile... Delinquents. Uh, the Massachusetts Department of Youth Services was there. Um, I think there were some other um, 
people with like specific or non-specific mental health issues that had like a history of violent behavior. Mm-hmm. So everyone was just sent here. Yo, dude, there was a famous serial killer. Yeah. You ever heard of Jane Topan? <gasps> no. The the nurse from Massachusetts. <laughs> I no. love that you did that. It's not in. She killed 31 people. She was oh. an angel of death. She was an oh, angel of yes. death. Dude. Yeah, I'm hearing about this lady. In the early, like in 1895, she like started her spree, but she had worked at the Cambridge Hospital before. And she like just had this thing for like experimenting on her patients. She would pick out her favorite ones. Uh huh. Usually they were old and obviously really sick. And she would use like morphine and other drugs to like try to see what they would do to the their Uh. nervous systems. And she would mess around with their prescriptions. No, you know. So she was actually she was actually insane. Pretty fucked up. Her nickname though was Jolly Jane. Ah, because the people there liked her, but she was psycho, obviously. And it says she even got into bed with some of the people that were her favorite. Like she was doing it with them, or she was just laying by them. Was she spooning? Was she big spoon or little spoon? I'm gonna say she was doing it for the team. Mm -hmm. Um, But her her main poisoning spree lasted from '95 to 1901. Wow, until she was taken away to the hospital of Taunton. Oh, God, I'm already messing Taunton. Taunton. Got it. But, yeah, 31 people. Is, that's crazy. Rest in peace. That. Good God. Yeah, but that hospital's crazy spooky. People crawl on those walls, too. I heard that. They would. Yeah. Spider crawling. Ew. Oh, did you also hear the doctors and nurses did satanic rituals in the basement there? What? No. <laughs> yeah, but Alyssa claims that's fine. Remember? Well, okay. It's not what we think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, okay, so the the re- religion, so to speak, that is Satanism, that's cool, but people have taken out of context what it is, and they probably are the ones doing the rituals. Uh, yeah. All right, well. Yeah. Got it, got it. Apparently, long before the Totten Hospital closed, people saw things that they could not explain. Shit, like, yeah, the spider crawling. The spider crawling. Uh, spirits are said to walk outside the building, often Ugh. seen as mist or, like, dark clouds. Hmm. I've never really heard of... Mist? A ghost... Mist? ...coming across as, like, it was a blob fart. of mist. But... Um, when my mom saw my uncle, he was misty. He was a misty boy. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and then reports came in of an elder... elder Hello. Hi. Elderly man. An elderly man. An elderly man. Uh, crouching and stroking the grass. No. Uh, just, no, get up. Just bro. touching this grass here. Get up. Uh, and he is said to wear simple clothes, usually jeans and a dark shirt. <gasps> it you. It's me. <laughs> but it makes Jeez. him seem more like a former employee than a patient. Well, he's cutting the grass with uh, scissors. He's just, kind of no, he's just stroking My it. My friend's neighbor it. used to do that. What? She would cut her entire lawn with scissors. I feel like that's a that's a that's a symptom of a crazy person. No, I think it I'm not gonna say what I think it was. What? I'll tell you guys later. Oh man. I'm gonna look it up and let you guys know okay. if it's true because I don't wanna say something that might be totally false. <laughs> Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, but when this old man is approached, he apparently smiles but then disappears. <laughs> 
and others have seen people in light pants and white shirts. While pictures of the people who made Totten its home are hard to come by, some feel, at least by stereotype, these souls are those of former residents. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that place was gray. Just now when you said that guy smiles and disappears, it reminded me of something. What? Oh, God. So when I was in probably fifth grade, mm-hmm. my friend had her birthday. Her birthday was October 31st. <gasps> Best yeah. birthday. So um, she had a birthday, and her parents rented out this church that was in downtown Arlington, which is where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And um, the church itself was spooky, but it had this huge, like, rec center, and it had, like, foosball and, mm-hmm, your you know, like, air hockey tables and, like, a bowling alley, all sorts of fun stuff, basketball court, huge basketball court. Mm-hmm. So anyway, us being kids, we're sneaking, we're spooking around, mm-hmm. and we snuck down to the basement, and we get down to this bottom of this flight of stairs, and we open a door, and behind it is this janitor, what? and he, like, laughs and smiles, and then he fucking disappeared! Wow. Yes, and we all shit our pants, and we run screaming back up, and her parents did not believe us, but we all saw it. There were, like, ten of us down there. That's Oh, my God, that is so horrifying. Yeah, y'all, he just went, like, Ow! I'll put, we can post a picture of the face I just did. Yeah, can we? Because I'm scared now. You'll do a little boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. It was really terrifying. Truly. Ooh. I bet. God. I bet her parents did believe you. They just didn't want to They were like, fuck y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go now. Let's go. You want to hear one more spooky story from the Mm -hmm. Taunton State Mm -hmm. Hospital? Of course. And this is about a not-so-friendly ghost. Oh, no. No Gaspers. No Gaspers. So in a cemetery on the property, one resident had an experience. Uh, As a juvenile from the area arrested on drug charges, he was serving... Uh, some time before leaving for a residential treatment facility nearby. So he was able to find a way out of the building and decided to hide in a cemetery to to lay low and plan where he would spend the night. You're going to be laying pretty low. Six (sighs) feet under. Good one, guys. (laughs) So as he crouched near a tombstone, he felt cold hands on his shoulders. Thinking he had been caught, he raised his arms and turned around. There was no one there, but he heard a faint voice whisper the word, leave. Ah! He walked back to the building, barely able to breathe, and turned himself in. Oh, gosh. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, okay. I got one more for you. Tell us. Y'all ever heard of the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in West Virginia? I'm gonna tell you never. Uh, it's another one of my faves. Trans-Allegheny? Yeah, it sounds crazy. Sounds crazy. Yeah. So, it was constructed between 1858 and 1881. These were all happening around the same time. I know, weird. Yeah. People didn't know. Interesting. So, the people say it's up there with the scariest asylums in the world. Hmm. Yeah. It's also the second largest in the world, originally designed to house up to 250 patients. But when it reached its peak in the 1950s, there were more than 2,400 people crammed into this facility. Oh, man. That's, that's, that's like, ten times more than was supposed to be in there. Yeah, that's a shit ton of people. So, this was another place that was doing a bunch of bizarre experimental treatments. There was severe neglect. Thousands of people died there. Thousands. So, bound to be haunted. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the physical deterioration of the building, coupled with changes in the treatment of mental illness, resulted in the cl- in closure of the asylum in 1994. It took, they, way, they it took way too long. They all closed around the 90s, I feel. Yeah. That's when funding ran out. Yeah. Uh, so most mental health facilities closed. Okay. And then they just... People just ended up on the streets. And yeah. That's oh, why right. homelessness is such an issue now. Oh my god, good fact. Yeah. <sighs> so... Cool, I had no idea. Yeah, it's bad. So, reasons for being committed there, they were almost never-ending. So many of them were trivial. Um, People would fall off a horse, you check him in. Someone was was lazy, you check him in. Ooh, I would have been... Um, (laughs) Some patients were cited for imaginary female trouble. Excuse me? Yep. Uh, some women were just dropped off by their husbands for no reason. They didn't want them anymore. Others were committed for violence and even murder. But basically, it was a ton of people crammed into this small space with varying degrees of mental illness or lack thereof. So, that's never a good idea. No. Obviously, there's bad energy. So, two decades after the asylum closed, the staff who worked there, uh, they're still claiming that ghosts continue to run the halls course um the manager states that once she saw 40 doors suddenly close simultaneously why did she know there were there was 40 because it's probably they probably know the like exact number of hall oh, or doors shit. in the hallway and they all closed at once okay yeah um other visitors have witnessed a small boy who stands in the corner of one particular room boys Great. they love to stick around they do um <laughs> There have also been whispers heard throughout. Leave. Probably. Unusual smells. Thoughts. No <laughs> farts. The sound of squeaking gurneys. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. And ghostly screams coming from inside. Guess where? The morgue. No, the electroshock room. Uh. But close. It's always it. It's always one of those. Step away. But y'all, this place is still open. They offer tours. They offer overnight paranormal investigations. They offer treatment. Yes, Kyle's Uh, looking. All the ghost hunting shows have been there. Ghost hunters, ghost adventures. You know what? All great episodes. Hmm. Check them out. Let us know what happens. Go there. Go there. I want to stay overnight. We'll go there. Stay overnight. I read a lot of articles from people who had been there and had just visited, like, during the daytime, and they were like, I don't know how anyone could ever stay overnight because the feeling of dread there is so overwhelming that... You want to leave? Yeah. Huh. They were like, I was basically running out by the time I got to leave. That's so Wow. Hospitals, y'all. There's a lot. I'm sure we'll name more. Yeah. But, they've exhausted me. Oh, yeah. I feel... Electroshocked. I do too. <laughs> Hospitals do weird things Have to I people, though. Yeah. You just don't care anymore. Yeah. After one of my car accidents, y'all, what? I walked through the hospital. I just had the gown on and my butt was hanging out, and I just walked. Th- <laughs> I didn't care. Right. Why were you naked? Uh, because <laughs> I had to get X-rayed for a head got it, injury. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I've had like five colonoscopies. 
Damn. In hospital. Yeah. I hope they, it was in a hospital. They had to, like, yeah. check my abdomen, too. <laughs> One time I woke up. So that's why I had no pants Got on. Got it. <laughs> Just there was a lot of reasons. They had to check all of my... All of my body. Your organs. I want to make sure there's no Yeah, I got, I got smashed sure. pretty good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you what. But there it, it is. That's, I mean, there are so many more haunted hospitals. We'll have to revisit the topic. If you have a favorite haunted hospital, holler at us. Yeah. Say it. Say what up. Say it loud. Say it proud. <laughs> also, anything spooky that you've seen, we want ghosts. We want aliens. Cryptids. Whatever you've seen something you can't explain it, email us the Golden Ghouls Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, we want to hear. One of my childhood best friends mentioned on our Facebook group that I think it was back in May or maybe March. um, My friend Perry, she had been driving with her boyfriend (gasps) in the car somewhere, and they saw this like weird. I guess you could say it wasn't unidentified a flying object right. in the air, and they were looking at it, being like, what the hell is that? And there was, like, a bright light orb thing around it, and then all of a sudden it just completely disappeared. And they oh, saw wow. the same thing, like, a month or two later, right? Yeah. So. Wild. I believe in that yeah. stuff. So what was that? I mean, she was like, it's, you know. There's it's a lot of plane. We know what planes look like. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of UFOs yeah. out there because, yeah. like, the we don't know what's going on in the government. We don't no. know. We know nothing. There's secrets. We gotta just talk, uh, talk to. Is it Tom DeLong? Is that the <laughs> yes? We gotta chit chat. Yes, he quit Blink One Eighty Two to make his life's passion aliens. Yeah. Dope. That's tight to me. I mean, that's what I want to do, do someday. Do what you love. Make my life's passion ghosts. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Doing. You know, I'm trying. Living it. I'm slowly getting there. Slowly but sure. But yeah, send send us yeah. all your stories. The Golden Goals Podcast at gmail.com. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. I <laughs> whoever you want to tell. If you want to scare the shit out of someone that you don't like, send, send them our there. way. Send them episode sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of those EVPs? I'd yeah. like to know. I'd like to know. Yeah. Do you want more? Do you want less? <laughs> just, like, talk to us. That's yeah. true. We just want to talk to you guys. Like, we so, really do. Yeah. We love you all so much. It's true. It's like, we're all best friends, kind mm-hmm. of. Follow, rate, subscribe. Yep. <laughs> all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Until next time. Stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.